Hello everybody, Kendall here. In the episode you're about to listen to, we decided to play around a little bit with the format while keeping in line with our usual theme of dating and finding love. So while you may hear us refer to the show as Swipe Right, have no fear, the show is still called Down to Date, and we hope you guys are down to date too. Now on to the episode! I apologize in advance for all the craziness that this podcast is going to be because I have my twin sister in oh, the yeah. podcast studio today. Everybody, welcome Kylie Long. Oh, hi. Um, so excited to be here. So <laughs> Kylie's my twin sister, and I love her more than anything in the absolute world and universe combined. So, oh, um, That's yeah, so I'm so excited to have you in the studio, and especially since we're going through this change with the podcast, um, I wanted you to be the first person that in the studio with me. I am so honored. Aren't you honored? I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh, this girl. You can make me laugh at nothing. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of giggles. Okay, so one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring Kylie in the podcast studio is because Kylie and I always take turns dating. Oh, yeah. Um, Whenever I'm in a relationship, Kylie's not in a relationship. Whenever Kylie's in a relationship, I'm not in a relationship. Um, And we find ourselves in a really rare time when we're both not in a relationship. Yeah, right now we're both single, which never happens. Never, never happens. And I feel like we're both pros at being a third wheel at this point. True. Yeah. True. Um, I also want to apologize because I feel like my sisters and my voice sound so similar. So (laughs) me um, too. I'm Kendall. I'll go a little deeper for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm Kendall. Kylie. We sound like the same person, yeah, we so do. good so luck with that. Be fun. Um, so just starting this new podcast off, uh, Kylie, okay, I haven't been in the dating world for over a year, um, mm-hmm. and I've heard from so many people that dating is different now. Oh, yeah. First of all, welcome to the single life. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, it's, it's exciting. Exciting times. I mean, dating apps are a big thing now, so I feel like there's a lot of options out there, and... There's a lot of people maybe not diving in as much as they usually do. So so when you say diving in, do you mean that people aren't really going in depth with people they're starting to date? Yeah. I mean, I think that people, once they sense something that might not be perfect, might not be something they're looking for, they don't put time into the relationship anymore. The grass is always freaking greener. It's always greener. And I think I'm a guilty huge, of it too. well, a huge reason behind that is dating apps. Mm-hmm. Um, and as great as it is. I mean, never ever in the world has there ever been um, the ability to see and quote unquote meet as many people. Um, And with the advent of dating apps, you really do get to see like a broad range of people, of potential matches, potential mates. Mm -hmm. Um, This is something that no species has ever experienced. (laughs) That's really hot gazelle on the other side of the the prairie that you normally wouldn't (laughs) <laughs> approach <Get it>. approach <laughs> but okay so what i'm curious is do you feel like you have a short attention span when it comes to dating guys you know i actually honestly think i do um when i got back into the dating world i haven't been in a committed relationship for at least four years now four and a half years just because there is always a greener grass there's always that idea i mean i'm a hopeless romantic and so i think i'm gonna find that thing that just feels right that stops me from looking you know, mm-hmm. I think that uh, I think everyone's looking for that. Everyone's kind of looking for that magic. That's kind of what we're raised on. Which is what like- I want to know is what is your magic? Because I feel mm-hmm. like what you've been looking for has shifted 
um, dramatically, probably within the last year even. Yeah, I mean, I think as I change, what I want changes completely. I always think the ideal person I find is, you know, everyone has their list of things. You know, you have your list of what you're looking for. Handsome, tall, smart, kind, which is are all great qualities. The thing is, you have your huge list, but the second I forget the list exists, that's when I think it's the magical person. So. Oh, okay. So disregard all of your previous expectations and what you think you want mm-hmm. and be surprised by somebody that you didn't expect. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not, I mean, I think that, I think because we have a plethora of males and females in front of us to choose from, we do get so stuck on, oh, I can find my exact type. I can mm. find, I can be really picky. When in reality, that's probably the thing that's, uh, what's the thing? That's the word I'm trying to think of. That's the thing that's prohibiting us from actually obtaining like that love or being, mm-hmm. um, or settling into a love that can last forever. Yeah, and I also think that it's not even if you find that right person. You know, you can find that right person at any point in your life, but whether or not you put the time and work into yourself to be ready for that. Like, I am a big believer in there's many different loves in your life. I mean, there's a lot of different people. I come into contact in my life where I think, wow, that really would have been something great if I was ready to have that kind of relationship. Um, And the person I am now might have really thrived with that kind of person. But because I wasn't ready, because I wasn't at the point in my life where I could really sink in and understand what I thought and give myself the patience, I it just wasn't meant to be. The stars didn't align. And I think that's a huge thing with um, that magical moment you talk about. I think it's yeah. important to know that as you shift throughout life, so does your type. Oh, yeah. So does the, so is the person that you're looking for. Um, I feel like the kind of person I was looking for five years ago um, is completely different than the person that I'm looking for now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it, it, I think it's I think also with my last relationship with Joe, um, he wasn't my typical type. Oh, he was. And I wasn't his yeah. typical type either. Yeah. We talked about it all the time. I was like, if we walked into a bar, I don't know if we would have a second date or even a first date. Yeah. We'd probably you observe each other and be like, nah, pass. But because we are put in a situation where we were almost like forced or um, to have that incubation of like seeing that in each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something that really thrived and I think it surprised me and it surprised him and I absolutely loved that experience. Yeah, no, you guys were a surprise to me too and you, I mean, um, Joe's a wonderful person and and he's someone that I know you would have been like, oh, that guy's fine. Like You would have been like, that guy's cute. I mean, he's a cutie, don't get me wrong. But it was unexpected for both your types and that's, that's why I really was curious about that relationship and why I thought this is actually going to teach Kendall a lot and Joe a lot and you guys really thrived because it was so unexpected. So here's some advice, everybody. I feel like um, you can find something beautiful in the most unexpected place. Mm-hmm. So don't continue looking for the grass is always greener. I think there's something to be said about really investing into your curiosity and getting to know someone before you swipe left. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, OK, let's talk about your dating profiles. Oh, yeah. Because the world seems to be all about like these dating apps. I'm now partnered with an app called Scene, which is mm-hmm. basically an app that is uh, just everything is out there. Everything is public. Um, and because I'm partnered with that, I'm kind of seeing everyone's apps and everyone's conversations in the dating world, which has been really fascinating for me. Um, but so when it comes to a dating profile, like what what do you feel like you prioritize prioritize first in putting into your own profile? Well, for me, I always think that you need to have 
smiling pictures is a huge thing. Like when I look at someone's profile, I want to see someone smile. I want to know you're happy. Yeah, like be happy. Like some people, they just have the same face in every picture. I'm like, show that you move and they're not <laughs> show thinking. different emotions. Yeah, like I want you, I don't want you to know there's a camera around. You know, like mm. that easy smile with a guy playing the bongo, looking into the sunset. I'm like, yeah, that guy looks like he doesn't care about the All camera. All you bongo players, Kylie's looking for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like a man who can keep the beat. Well, what do you put, what I'm, what I'm more curious about is what you put on your profile. So like what, mm. what pictures do you want to put? What do you say in your bio? Like how do you want to showcase your personality in this one dimensional format? I mean, I keep my bio pretty simple. My bio says Bumblebee Tuna and that's pretty much all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I can see this being like on Bumble. Oh yeah, exactly. It's perfect. It's a, it's a Bumble pun also. Bumblebee Tuna, for those of you who don't know, uh, one of Kylie's favorite movies is Ace, Ace Ventura, Ventura Pet Detective. Well, so, one getting, of my first crushes. One of her first crushes. Yeah. So you're really looking. What does Bumblebee Tuna mean anyway? It's great. It's a greeting. <laughs> it's a greeting. <laughs> I feel like it's 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 a and it's also um, yeah, it's a greeting. So you have a very simple. <laughs> you have a simple bio. Yeah, and it's, it gives a little history on like what kind of movies I guess I'm into. Um, I don't know. So you don't overthink the bio, I which really I think don't. is important because, like, yeah. honestly, who really reads the bios? I mean, when yeah. I was when I was on dating apps, I I didn't really read the bios because I feel witty. I felt like I get to know the personality as I was messaging the person. Yeah, I mean, I want someone witty and lighthearted. If someone's like, <laughs> I'm just recently broken up and I really don't know about this and that. I'm like, this is oh, a lot. I hate, there's nothing I hate it's more baggage. than the person who's like, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm and like, I'm, well. I, I mean, it, basically, I'm just, it's just saying like, I want to hook up. Yeah, here's a picture of me and my abs, but this isn't going to be serious. Swipe left. Exactly. Um, okay, so aside from the bio, what kind of pictures do you showcase of yourself? Well, active personality, of course. So something outdoors, something involving water. I love being by the water. <laughs> Must love water. Must love water. <laughs> Drink, drinking water. Standing by water. I'm hydrated. <laughs> I have a picture of my beautiful sister up there as well. Me? You have a picture yeah, of me there? I, uh, yeah, it's, it's a picture of you and Colton, like us together at New Year's. That really okay, fun. Okay, because we're twins, do you think yeah. they're trying to guess who's who? I hope they're guessing. I like to create as much mystery as possible in my profile. <laughs> they're like, this person <laughs> has the same face. Well, I didn't know you had a pic. I mean, okay, here's another thing I'm curious about. Should you get the consent of your friends and family before putting them on your dating profile? If that is a hot picture of you, you do not I've need permission. Seen, I, I've seen, okay, so I've seen a mix of it. I've seen people put pictures up there where they put emojis over the face, where they no. blur the faces, no. or when they just keep them out there. No. For me, I don't care. Whatever. You can showcase my face. Um, mm. But... I always think it's so funny when there's the guy with his arm around a blurred face woman. And what is that emoji on the blurred face woman? You know, you, because sometimes well, it's a mean like, emoji. Like, this is my evil ex-girlfriend. Like, yeah. we hate her. I'm like, no, I'm not going to jump on that train. Because the first thing I think when I see a mean emoji on someone's face is like, you still like her. Something mm. like that. Like, I feel like there's still some sexual tension that has not a been resolved. And we just want a fresh start on Bumble. Like I said, grass is greener. You could easily go left or right. And there's another option. So if you're going to. I mean, what kind of world is it where we can afford to be so picky? I know. I know. You know, God forbid you put an emoji on your ex-girlfriend because <laughs> you like the picture of yourself. Swipe left, your and chance you, is gone. You know what also is that I notice when you're in in uh, in public and you're kind of walking around, grocery store or whatever, you will feel an energy and a connection with somebody, but it's less likely for that to thrive into something special because people don't feel like they have to see someone in person. They don't have to, they don't have to say, 
anything in person anymore and continue with that because they're like, oh, well, I have other means of finding somebody. Look, there's even there are even apps, dating apps, um, where if you walk past people or see them in a store, there's an app that allows you to meet people you pass by in the street. It's almost as if like it eliminate completely eliminates the romantic running after somebody like, oh, you dropped this. Oh, it's, yeah, that's romantic. And if I have a guy run after and like, say you dropped this and it's a note and it's a, his number, I will definitely think he's 10 pet, I think 100% more attractive. You know what my dating strategy is going to be from now on? If I see a cute guy in a store, like in a grocery store, I'm going to pick up a ra- random apple and be like, <laughs> did you drop this? <laughs> and then start a conversation. Oh, that's so great. Guys, guys, can you guys please do this and let me know how it goes. Oh like, my gosh. I want to see how it acts in the real world. I challenge you. This is the, this is the, what's it called? The dropping challenge. The dropping Have challenge. you. Kendall dropping challenge. If you see someone that you're attracted to in a store, in a grocery store, wherever you are, even in a bar, pick something random up and say, hey, you dropped this. Start a conversation. <laughs> I want to know how it goes. Please. Please. Oh, I prefer that over dating apps any day. Yeah. No. Also, um, we're doing a new thing. So if you guys do this, I want you to send it to downtodatepodcast at gmail.com. That is where I am taking all the emails, all of your opinions, all your things. So downtodatepodcast at gmail.com. I want to hear your uh, flirting stories. Yes, we love hearing good flirting stories. Make it happen. Um, okay, so water. <laughs> so you pictures that you put on. Smiling, water, adventurous activities. Loved ones, friends. You know, group situations. Animals. Animals. Is it important to you to have a picture of an animal? I've heard that. Okay, so I've heard from the guy's side that every female profile usually has a picture of some kind of animal. Yeah. And I also heard that if there's a picture of a dog or an animal that it's less likely to say yes on that. Less likely to say yes? For males holding a dog, the females are more likely to swipe yes. And if males are holding, uh, if females are holding a dog, the males are more likely to say no. It's very really? interesting. I, it was a random fact. Don't quote me on it. But who said this fact? Where is the source of this fact? Magazine. <laughs> a magazine? <laughs> Magazines do a lot of do a lot of research. So yeah. What magazine? I don't. It was something quite random. I don't know. Oh. I just remember that. Okay. Fact. Well, for all you ladies out there, you know. I mean, I'm 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 the person. Like I have. Okay, I have a weenie dog. You do. I have a new weenie dog. Little I'm precious. a weenie dog mama. That is something that I want to put on a dating profile. Yeah. I want, but I've also heard from, there's so many things <laughs> we've heard. I've also heard that there's certain guys who will avoid dating people that have weenie dogs. Just weenie <clears throat> dogs, really? Because weenie dogs are very possessive. They are possessive. Yeah. And I think Sasha's a little cock block. He is. I he think is. The guys find out afterwards. Oh. like it's, it's quite a challenge to break that barrier of the weenie dog. Yeah. I'm training yeah. him. Guys, don't be afraid of me. Don't be afraid of the dog. <laughs> Don't be afraid. He gained uh, pistachio. Is Kylie has gained pistachio's trust? I have. I passed the pistachio test, and I think that if you want to find a real man, they pass the pistachio. You test. have to pass the pistachio test. You do. Yeah. Yeah. I have a little weenie son. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> He's not. He's staying. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna take a little bit of a break, and when we get back, we got a bunch of questions from you guys, and I'm so excited to rapid fire go through them, just about being twins in general and mm-hmm. um, being twins in the dating world. So um, stay with us. We'll be right back. All right. So this is the portion where we got a lot of questions from you guys mm-hmm. about being twins. I mean, lots of twin questions out there. I feel like going through our life. Um, we we have there's we I think we always get interviewed or we always have questions about being twins. It's a natural curiosity. 
Oh, it's a curious thing. I feel like it's a it's a <clears throat> very deep, unusual connection. Like with yeah. you, we've always had it all our lives, but I literally can do anything in front of you. I feel like a damn fool, and you accept me. And I that's love you no matter point. what. I have no choice. I have no choice. Damn it. <laughs> it's all right. All right. <laughs> I'm so highly apologizes to all the people listening who don't like that term. <laughs> all right. So, um, okay, before we a- answer these questions, okay, so I want to say some of the main questions that we get as twins and answer them right off the bat. Yes. So one of the main questions that we get is, um, do we have any form of telepathy? Can we read each other's minds? And the an answer to that is that we just know each other so well. Like, I read your body language so quickly that it feels like I'd read your mind. Yeah, I can look at Kylie's face from across the room, mm. and I know what she's thinking. You do purely based on the fact that I've been around her my entire life. I mean, let's just—I could let's just say I could never be cool in front of this girl because I've had any thought. <laughs> she just looks at me, and it's like she—you. Yeah. Having a twin allows you to be the most humble version of yourself because whenever you try to be cool, um, they know you way too well. Yeah, they call you out in all your BS. Exactly. Okay, so that being said, I think that's what the main question. Yeah. That we get. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to answer that. Um, so we're going to go into some of these questions that we have right here. Let's okay, let's see. <clears throat> There's a tel- telepathy question right off the bat. Wow. I, I knew that was going to happen. So Galvin Jameson wants to know, do you have similar taste in men? Galvin. Galvin. Um, you go first. Um, yes. I mean, an attractive person is, in is, is an attractive person. I feel like we have, we, we I guess we, we can both acknowledge that there's an attractive person. That being said, um, Kylie and I have very different types. And we talk yes. about this a lot. And I, I think it's so true because I always feel like I'm trying to find someone that maybe more embodies you. And you try and find someone that maybe more embodies me. Yeah. Which is interesting. It's true. I think yeah. we look for each other in the person that we're dating. So a quick background on how Kylie and I are different. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, I would say that I'm more of like, how would you describe that we're different? Let's just go for it. It's going to be hard to do this without <laughs> bragging. <'cause- laughs> But what I'm saying is like talking about attributes that we admire in each wow. other. How I describe you and you describe me. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't be like I'm I'm like smart and I'm like no, <laughs> like it feels weird to describe well, you myself. Are. That's and honestly, that's the one thing I look for in someone. <laughs> <laughs> you better say I'm smart. And I'll say, um, so the one thing is I realize that what I look for in a guy is confidence because you mm-hmm. have so much confidence, and I think that is something that I always need to have in somebody, someone who can teach me new things, take me down the alley I normally wouldn't go down. And you have that quality. So I guess I would see that in someone I want to date too. Mm-hmm. And uh, qualities that Kylie has that I look for in a man is that Kylie is, she's a romantic. She is the silent observer. She is the artist. She um, loves to have incredibly deep conversations. Um, she's into meditation, into music. Um, I feel like Mike Kylie is the one that really introduces me to all different forms of art, all different forms of music. So in that way, I kind of look for the romantic in a guy. Um, so I feel like, and also I don't really like guys who are really outgoing. I kind of like the observer. You know, mm-hmm. that's the kind of person that I look for. So because my Kylie and I are puzzle pieces to each other, we tend to look for that in each other. We do. Or Aww. in, sorry, not in each other, but well, in people you know. that we date. Yeah. Um, another thing is that... Kylie and I visually look for different guys where I always say all the time that I look for a puppy and or I a look dog for a wolf or a wolf. fox or a fox. So vulpine features. Vulpine features. <laughs> Kylie. Okay, just people who don't so know what's a vulpine my, feature. This is my favorite word now because <laughs> I 
I was, you know, you do the dictionary.com, right? The word of the day. And I learned what vulpine was, which is fox-like in appearance. And now that's my favorite word to describe my type of guy is fox or wolf-like in appearance. Yeah. You, I feel like you like guys who are playful and cuter. Hence the puppy like puppies. Aspect. I'm into yeah. puppies. So, you yeah. know, that's, big paws. That's how we describe <laughs> how physically our guy type is different. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> so, Sulers, S E L U E R S, I don't know how to pronounce that. So, I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. Um, asks, Have you always been BFFs or have you had times of distance? I have seven month old twin boys. Mm. So, you can start this one off. Yeah. I mean, hands down, we have each other's backs and we love each other more than anyone. All the time. You're, you are my best friend always, but we've definitely had our hardships. And I feel like through our hardships, we always, I mean, you make you can make me the maddest of anybody, but yeah. at the end of the day, um, I love you more after every fight. Yeah, it, you know, down. sometimes we have a hate love. It's one of those things. Yeah. And yeah. I think because of that, we've learned how to have love with someone yeah. um, despite the hard times. And I think that's a gift that I've always really appreciated in having a twin. Yeah. Um, I will say the hardest time we've ever experienced is in college, mm. <clears throat> which is the first time that Kai and I experienced trying to find our different identities. Oh, I mean, we went from a suburb in Valencia to San Francisco. So there was huge culture shock. And we both grabbed and evolved so quickly in that situation. We In different ways. Yeah. I mean, we went to different extremes, I feel like, yeah. um, which caused a lot of tension, but ultimately we're so well-rounded now with each other because of it. Well, I think we, I think twins usually emotionally start out as almost conjoined twins. And yeah. you go through a point in your life when you're a twin where you separate and find your own different identity. You're no longer the long twins. You're no longer, um, you know, like we always, everyone twins, we, Basil. Twins, Basil, twins. Like I, I can't <laughs> tell you how many like... times people have said that to us. You have a separate identity. And I think people take for granted having a separate I identity in that way or mm. or having people not always associate you with someone else. Yeah. Um, so when we were in college, people started to not know us as the twins. We weren't in our little hometown anymore. We were in a city. We are individuals. And um, it was incredibly difficult, but also really like exhilarating people to have that. Yeah, people didn't even know I had a twin mm -hmm. until, you know, a semester down the line. They might be like, oh, what? You have a twin? I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, wow. This is such a new world to be an individual. Mm -hmm. How weird is that? Like, we have no idea what that was like for half our lives, probably. Mm -hmm. So um, with any shift comes a lot of growing pains. Mm -hmm. um, I was growing my own half a body, my own limbs. I was figuring out how to be my own full we self. About, we could talk about the men you dated. Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> that brings me that brings me to the next question. Oh, um, oh Susanna ninety one says, "Would you date someone your twin didn't approve of?" Oh, here we Kylie, go. Kylie, take it away. Here we go. Um, so let's just say Kendall was into some dark horses. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I mean, I think that um, there were definitely some people. It's so interesting because I feel like when I see you in a relationship. I know who you are to the core. And so I'm very aware of how you change in a relationship. And for me, I'm like, does he change you for the better? Are you becoming more of who you are or are you shrinking in? And I think with one relationship that you will agree with. Um, <laughs> We're he, not going to mention any names. He really, he, he who shall not be named is how oh, we refer to him. Exactly. But I mean, I think that I didn't see you expanding. I saw you um, basically, you know, 
getting conforming into that- to someone else's way of life. Exactly. Yes. And I, I feel you. and I and honestly I feel like um we are so hypersensitive to who each other are. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess the short answer to that question is uh, if my sister doesn't approve of someone that I'm dating, there usually is a strong reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that each other's intentions are nothing but pure of love, full of love and pure. Um, I think vice versa. If you were dating someone that I didn't approve of, I mean, there's a reason behind it. We're not just going to crazily be like, I just don't like him because I don't like him. No. And, um, and honestly, like, I feel like 100 percent of the time you're usually right. If I'm dating someone you don't approve of. Um, I might fight it and be like, no, for the love, I'm going to stay with it. But you're... Yeah, so you men beware. Uh, yeah. Kendall, <laughs> you have to pass the Kendall test now. I'm old enough and mature enough to know that the Kendall test is golden. Yeah, so is Kylie test. The Kylie test That's is right. golden as well. That's right. All right, so Gracie Isabella asks, what hands do both of you write with? As twins, it's common to have different dominant hands. Yeah. All right, well, it's true. Kylie mm-hmm. and I are mere twins. So yes. I'm right-handed. Kendall speaking, and <laughs> Kylie is left-handed. Exactly. And yeah. with that comes, I feel, almost different ways we approach the world. Mm-hmm. And you talk about this a lot with um, being right-brained or left-brained. Yeah, I think that um, with being left-handed, I'm definitely right-brained, and you're definitely left-brained. And I think that that's why we work so well together, um, because I view the world like uh, in images, really, and you and Kendall's always. Kylie been. has an artistic mindset. I more have a logical mindset. Mm-hmm. So in that way, we work really well together. Um, yeah. But at times, when we're going through arguments, when we're going through differences in opinion, <laughs> um, I That's will approach fun. a situation incredibly logical, and Kylie will approach it emotionally. What well, we were actually our last big fight that I think we haven't fought really since because and we do fight. There's a lot of questions about us fighting. Of course, of course, we fight. Um, but I think that our last big fight where we really learned a lot from each other um, was where we talked about our languages to each other and what we were what was missing. Because yes. for me, um, when I'm very <clears throat> emotionally invested, there's a huge miss on that. You know, there's, there's when I if I cry or if I have some kind of emotion I want to showcase to her, it's hard for me to get that message to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Without yeah. mm-hmm. Well, because. In our arguments, I will usually speak void of all emotions. So Kylie sees me as a robot. And as soon as Kylie cries or shows any emotion in the in the argument, I feel like, well, you just automatically think you win because you're showing emotion. And I'm just like, but you're basically putting fact A, fact B, fact C. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> so like... hey, there's a lot of hit and miss. Yeah. I think our entire life has been learning each other's language and adapting to that. And because of that... Um, in our relationships, we've mm-hmm. learned to adapt those things as well. So I feel like I can kind of translate what we've learned together to our relationships. That's true. And I, what an amazing lesson that we can teach each other, because I feel like, you know, not many people get to have a full rounded perspective on, you know, on um, emotional and intellectual, intellectual. <laughs> or so, factual. And I guess I feel say. like you've made me more intellectual. I've made you more emotional. And so now we... Oh, we're still figuring it out. <laughs> Not to say that we don't fight and we still are completely off. But I mean, the thing is, I feel like we've learned to at least have interest in figuring it out together. Exactly. Um, all right. So here's a question from Haley, Haley M. Smith, 21. Um, do you feel like you're compared a lot? And the huge resounding um, answer to that is yes. Always. Or always. Yes. And I was always. expecting maybe we'd say it at the same time. <laughs> <We're-> <laughs> well, now we're individuals. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> Kylie and I, growing up, 
um, in school, we would be put side by side mm -hmm. and people would literally pick out the differences visually. It always starts with the surface level. Always. And I think that that um, leads to a lot of constant. I think at first we were always constantly so aware of our um, what we looked on the outside because they'd put us together and be like, oh, your face is bigger. Oh, you yes. and, and like it's just there's a lot of nitpicky things. And I think people don't realize as twins, you know, there's a lot of visual pressure. Well, in let me beginning. just put it in perspective for you. Mm -hmm. What if there was someone that even kind of looked like you or a doppelganger and someone put you side by side and pointed out every difference? Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's sometimes I think people don't understand that when you compare twins and you try to find the quote difference in twins, you're really pulling out the insecurities and especially at a young age. Yeah. I, I felt incredibly insecure when I was younger. God forbid I had a bad hair day. God forbid mm -hmm. I wore a bad outfit or I wore didn't push up bra and the other or, one didn't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but the thing is, like, I think when we were younger, it was incredibly difficult to have people compare us. And I think we built a lot of competitiveness because of that. Mm -hmm. And um, we built a lot of, um, I mean, insecurity because of that. At least yeah. initially younger in age. Well, you were so aware of your flaws at that age. And I yeah. think that we've <clears throat> had a lot of time to... Uh, the one thing I always think, um, one of the quotes I always come back to is, you can't be every version of beautiful. Yes. And I think that was the biggest lesson I had to learn. Even if you're twins. Yeah. You're both different forms of beautiful. We're so different. I think that um, right now... I look at Kendall and everything that I, I see her thriving in more than me. I'm just like, wow, like that is beautiful. And I appreciate that. And, you know, I want you to be to thrive in the things you're better at me in, you know, like and vice versa. Yeah, I feel like you celebrate. And over time, mm -hmm. you learn to celebrate the differences. You learn to um, celebrate what makes each person unique, although we are born with you know, practically the same DNA. Mm -hmm. DNA changes over time. It does. You know, it yeah. shifts and changes over time. And Kylie and I are completely different individuals. And um, I mean, it doesn't really happen as often as it did when we were younger. Mm -hmm. But we would do things purposefully to look different because we felt like it would be an obvious difference. So people wouldn't point out the small little things that were different. Yeah. Yeah. And I think but at first with that said, I think that we were afraid to take risks and um, look completely different in the very beginning because I think, you know, what if I cut my hair short and yeah. God forbid it looks worse than long hair? Yes. You know? Oh, yeah, you're right. In the beginning, yeah. it also made it difficult to take risks because you're like, I know this look works for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And you're like, yeah, exactly. Like, you, you don't want to be, maybe you'd risk the makeup, but then you'd look in the mirror at her and I'd be like, oh, God, the purple eyeshadow is a bad idea. Yeah, and also but something that's... I want to talk about is um, sports. Kylie and I were both yeah. very active in sports. We did soccer, track, cross country, um, and we also were compared with our athletic ability. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah, I think that, you know, I couldn't jump for anything. And so Kendall was in hurdles and uh, you were always better than me. Kylie's trying to downplay it. She's the nicest person in the world. <laughs> Kylie was faster than me. All right. Kylie was more athletic than me. And that's fine. And I love that in you. Like we I, I'm more of like the book nerd. Kylie's more of the athletic one. Um, Don't call me a jock. <laughs> I, you're not a jock. You're an artistic, an artist. beautiful angel. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. But um, so, yeah, I mean, you I did do long jump and triple jump and um, hurdles um, and I excelled in that. But you also were like incredibly fast, incredibly talented and gifted in that. And I feel like in a way I almost it's hard not to say, oh, I'm not good enough mm. because you're you're like this person has the same body as me, mm -hmm. you know. But what it boiled down to is just like mentally you were different. Like and yeah. 
that was I think it teaches you that you can't compare yourself directly with people and measure your success based off other people, even as twins, because that'll be a turn into like a detriment to your own growth. No, it's so true. And I really think it comes down to who you are you know, uh, what is your consciousness and what do you gravitate towards, you know? And I think that we have the same bill, the same DNA, yes, but what do you strive towards and what gives you, um, like, what gives you your own sense of confidence? And I think Mm -hmm. just with sports, you didn't want to do it. Like, why would you put so much effort into something that was naturally not something that you loved? It's interesting because being born so similar, our entire lives has been based on our differences and growing our differences. Mm-hmm. You know, and oh, I yeah. think that a lot of people say, oh, twins, like you want to be so similar. But we're we I think we almost fought against us against that our entire lives, because if the more similar you were, the more like tiny the differences were. And it was, you know, it, it's 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 mm-hmm. like, intimidating. Oh, yeah. No. It, <clears throat> yeah. The smaller the differences, the more that can go wrong, really. Like, And when you're I think now we're realizing we're striving and thriving into our own categories and. And so now we're so different that we're an obvious type for... So Kylie has bangs. I I mean, (laughs) let's just say I took a risk and the bangs are temporary, but I do love them. I liked the bangs. Thank you. All right. So next question we have is um, M. Walter.84. Walter. (laughs) Walter. (laughs) M. um, Were you two always dressed the same? Twins are still individuals. I don't get it. We never dressed the same. We had... If we had the same outfits, different colors. Right. Yeah. So our parents did. My mom used to, God bless her, um, make clothing for us. She will never be that stylish again, by the way. (laughs) She would make beautiful, amazing, intricate outfits. All of our Halloween costumes she would make. um, But she would make them in different colors. Yeah. Because I was yellow and blue and you were white and white. Pink and white. Pink, white, pink, pink and white. Um, so in that way, yes, we are dressed like twins. Yes, we are similar and our hairdos were like similar. But, um, you know, there's still a little bit of individuality. I think there's nothing wrong with enjoying twins yeah. and wearing the same thing. Well, we forget. The thing is that we've tried so hard to be unique and individual our whole lives that we don't realize twins are unique and beautiful and a, a, it's a unique thing. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't. You, people don't come across twins too often and hence all the questions. And so yeah. I think that... Uh, we have to embrace that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hey, why not dress your twins the same? I, If I had twins, I'd totally do it. It's like a little doll. How dare you? <laughs> you know what we went through. <laughs> <laughs> um, DD, I, this is a very complicated, uh, D-W-T-S-S-Y-T-Y-C-D um, asks, favorite memory you made with your sister? No. There are countless memories we so have made many. together. Um, <laughs> honestly... You ask that question and it's just my whole life comes before my eyes. <laughs> just because I feel like the best moments I have with you are our sister days where we honestly just walk out the door, walk down the street. I'm going to get teary eyed. <laughs> we walk out the door, go down the street and like just get coffee and just hang out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. It's just so simple. And like, I oh. feel like I could like I could literally just walk and have the best day of my life with you. I love you. I love you too. so much. I think the one thing that I always cherish that Kylie and I have always made a point to do yeah. is we always go on sister dates. <laughs> yeah. 
So when we were in San Francisco, yeah. we would always go to this underground sushi, sushi place. <laughs> we'd always order sushi, get our mm-hmm. little miso soup, our salad. And we'd always, we could afford it. Whatever we could afford at the we time. Starving we were artists, starving, starving artists. artists. Um, yeah. And now where is our place? We go to, oh, we also go to the sushi, uh, this other sushi place. Um, rockin' sushi? Rockin', crazy rockin' crazy sushi rockin or something. Sushi. It's just like amazing cheap sushi. Right by the Target. Right by Target. <laughs> so we'll go there and we always have our sister sushi dates. Yeah. And, and I think mm-hmm. that is something that we've always tried to do just to reconnect and um you know i mean i think in this world in this world it's so easy to kind of be distracted by a lot of different things like dating mm-hmm. work like all this stuff viruses god knows that's going around right yeah. now um <sighs> please don't <laughs> so um we have made it a point to always like reconnect yeah whenever we feel like we're growing apart and growing distant we're like um sushi date is happening right now right so, which we're due for one we are due way. for another sushi date maybe mm-hmm. after this episode <laughs> <laughs> um okay this is this is the fun question um bug 326 asks have you tried unlocking each other's phones with face id <laughs> and yes yes we have it's actually on accident <clears throat> you know i'll grab your phone and it'll open for me so. and it works mm-hmm. and it works let's see if we can here give me your phone let me see if i can do it right now we're gonna test this out live in the studio don't show your oh. face to it don't show your face okay kylie's phone face id and it works. Yahoo! And it works. I got to Kylie's. <laughs> that like was way too fast. proven. That was way too fast. Yeah, let me try and do cheaters. I'm scared. Now I'm like, if there's it's anything. It's funny because I'm like, if I'm feeling a little chunky that day, I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Find it out. <laughs> oh, it opened. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, it opened. All right. So it works on both of our phones. It works. Yes, we have so definitely cool. tried that in the past. Um, and yeah. it works. So Apple, we challenge you. We challenge you to uh, make it harder to get into each other's make phones. it twin proof apple <laughs> make it twin proof. <laughs> um let's see look for more questions okay um amanda amanda m singer asks i'm a twin too congratulations she on having a twin we are so close was it hard to go on the bachelor without your other half and yes i mean okay mm-hmm. so we can s- speak about it from both of our perspectives yeah um for me <clears throat> it was so weird going through a dating experience or any really life transformative life transforming experience without the person that I share literally every moment of my life with. Mm-hmm. Kylie knows things about me that no one knows and no one will probably know. <laughs> she is my <laughs> she is my safe of I every am a fault. of every single thing that's gone through my life. Um so it was weird. Um, I would have these experiences and right away I'd be like, oh my gosh, Kylie, like this happened. Um, but she's not there. So mm-hmm. for me, I almost learned how to be more of an individual um, and not to have that to rely on or depend on, especially in like a dating experience, relationship experience. Um, I would say I liked part of it, but also I found I found that I was kind of lost in certain areas where I would depend on her for her insight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel? Um, I felt that it was difficult just not knowing what was going on. I knew it was going to be... um, I knew you were going to evolve through that process. So I guess I was more so curious, like, what's going to happen? Who's she going to be? And I, know, I know you, but I think that... I sure hope so by now. <laughs> and most importantly, I was like, is she, like, you know, is she, are the girls treating her okay? Is, like, she finding love? Is her heart broken? Does she need someone to be there when she cries? Like, I wanted to be there for you because I knew it was going to be an intense um, situation uh, that brings out all different characteristics in you. I'm like, they better love her because I will find them. <laughs> oh, there'll be hell to pay. Kylie there will come. be. I would, because, but you, I mean. Well, how is it on your Kylie. end, like not having me in your world? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we've experienced something like that before and have had only positive um reactions because of that having no contact whatsoever for almost three months oh so what i actually did i actually had um this is what i wanted you to talk about (laughs) i was was like like, she's getting there because i would have one-sided conversations through text message (laughs) when she was gone when i came home she had turned on my phone (laughs) i had like hundreds of missed messages oh from kylie (laughs) so many things happened so many things happened when you were gone and i mean i think i remember this is maybe a little bit embarrassing. Like my, I had like this phase where I had a different type of. I'm like, oh, I have this different type of guy in my like a situation. So I screenshotted pictures of guys I thought were cute, and were like, Kendall, what do you think about this? And I like would send you pictures. I, did you really? I did. Oh you didn't my see gosh. Them? No, I probably oh, so did. I, oh my gosh. But so yeah. true because we always send each other pictures. Oh, we're like, look at this cutie, and then send it over. <laughs> I mean, I was on Bumble then, so I think I was like taking pictures of guys I thought were pretty handsome. I was like, oh, look at this guy. Oh my gosh. And I would have full diary entries for you in there like saying how my day went how it felt and like I really miss you and like so we are each other's diary yeah we you know are. we vent that's we such vent a good way of other. putting it is yeah. that we're each other's diary yeah. yeah so that was a little cute tidbit I wanted people to know about <laughs> um okay so Simon Simon Emoni Mommy um Simon asks, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Simone Simone Poor Simon. <laughs> um, asks, would you be willing to double date another set of twins? Okay. So, I mean, if, so I don't, th- we've recently, we've met some pretty cool twins, but usually you meet guy twins. Guy twins are kind of funky sometimes. Uh, it's, it's always weird when a pair of twins meets another pair of twins. Because you're so aware of the yin and yang. You're in like your own twin world when you're with each other. Just to see someone else in their own little twin world, completely separate of your own, it's, I'm sure it's just it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's different. So when it comes to dating twins, um, I've actually dated a fraternal twin. Oh yeah, I dated a fraternal twin, but he had a twin sister. So um, Kylie didn't date the twin sister. Um, and <laughs> was she cute though? <laughs> she was cute as hell. Um, but Kylie, you I don't think you've ever dated any twins. Um, I feel like I've lightly dated people who have had. I can't really think about it right now. I don't think I've ever f- seriously dated somebody that's had a twin. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but the thing is, Kylie and I have such different types, um, both mm. emotionally and physically as well. I don't think we would date twins. I don't think we would. I don't think we haven't found a pair of twins that we both would want to date the other. You no. know, we haven't happen. found it yet. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but yeah. we just haven't found it yet. Yeah. So any cute twin guys out there? DM. We're in. Tr- well, we, well, that'd be really fun, actually. Okay. Yeah. Let's just say we're curious. Hey, what? What if we? What if there were two guy twins that came into the podcast studio and we went on a double date? Ooh. With the twins. Oh, I am so into something. How like do we that. figure out who got what twin? I mean, the thing. Okay, this is how we decide. So another question we get is if we would, if we have the same type and if we like the same person. This can kind of segue into that. Um, so if we kind of think we both think someone is cute, it's just whatever natural connection comes from whoever. Oh, so we don't know. It's just up there. We just have two other guy twins well, and we just... The, <laughs> yeah, you bring the two guy twins in and what naturally gravitates, naturally gravitates, basically. All right. So challenge accepted. We'll see if we can find some guy twins to go on a double date with. That would be pretty hilarious. It'd be pretty fun. Um, okay. So this question I think is really important. Um... So C.A. Hudson, 2019, asks, recently got married and my twin and I are going through rough patch advice. Hmm. Um... It's, I, 
I feel like Kylie would be really good at answering this, but we've gone through rough patches, and I think that happens with siblings in general mm-hmm. and twins. Um, but I guess what's your take? What advice would you give? Would you give them? Um, this is a big thing that we went through, uh, especially when reconnecting again. The thing is, is that when you enter a relationship, especially a marriage, um, you're constantly evolving and changing and going through your own path and your own situation. I mean, check in with your twin and understand that they're changing and that they are now different. Like, I And this goes for relationships as well. It's like you have to realize that people change. People are mm-hmm. always evolving. Do not hold on to the past and bring your twin down. Like if you're going through a rough patch, reconnect and say, hey, who are you now? What are your values now? What's changed in your life? And really don't assume um, who they are, what they're well, Don't assume are. they're going to be the same person that you knew even a year ago. And that's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing to constantly change and be malleable that. in your relationship and recognize yeah. the changes and also applaud the differences that you see and the growth that you see in your twin. Mm-hmm. Um, and another person in a relationship in general, I think this translates more than just with twins. I think this translates in marriages or in um, relationships that have lasted from, for a really long time. Um, be excited that the person you're with isn't a one linear person. Be excited that they go through ups and downs and shifts. And, um, you know, make sure you learn who they are again. Mm-hmm. And that's what our sushi dates are. Our yes. Sushi dates are learning who each other, who we are again. Yeah. And reconnecting with all the differences that we've grown with. And I have something to build off that, too, is I feel like in life, um, people go through mistakes and they go through periods of time where maybe they're not the best version of themselves and maybe they are going down the wrong path for a little bit. When you're a twin, you are so hyper aware of that situation. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, it doesn't really allow, I mean, for us now, we're so aware of it that it it does, but you have to realize that people are are allowed to make mistakes. They're Mm -hmm. allowed to go through some shady times. Um, nothing dangerous, but you know what I mean. Like you are. Hey, I went through to... a goth phase. Yes, Kylie accepted me for it. <laughs> it was mainly because I thought a gothic guy was really cute, and I was he like, had a great I'm... smile. He had a great smile. I was wear. I wore black every single day. Um, heavy <laughs> eyeliner. Like a rock. A rock. I was chick. like a rocker. I still had blonde hair. But... Yeah, blonde hair. But yeah, rocker. so Kylie accepted me for that. I did. Made fun of me. She but also accepted me for it. Um, and yeah. I was allowed to go through that transition, uh, mm. without feeling judged. And now there's a part of that in you now. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like the thing is, if you allow someone to go hardcore, she is she's not hardcore unless you live hardcore. (laughs) But the thing is, is that if you allow someone to go through that situation, um, these are parts of the personality that ultimately morph and create who you are today. And so if I'm going to shorten and stunt that because it's not acceptable and it's a Mm -hmm. mistake or you're afraid of change, the depth is not going to be there and you need your twin or your significant other or whatever to go through a few mistakes in order to make them well-rounded and wise. Well, not even mistakes. I would say just allow them to experiment. Life is an experiment. Mm-hmm. Life, you should be able to live life at the end of your comfort zone. And that's yeah. where the most change happens. So mm-hmm. don't stunt the person's growth. Yes. Okay. So a uh, sports guru asks, what are the five biggest differences between you that aren't superficial? Oh, oh, well, this is our last question. We're I guess wrap I could just, yeah, we're getting carried away. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could say things that I noticed that are different about me from you is that um, you retain facts and information like a sponge. And I think that when it comes to, I'm always constantly impressed by you when you have, she can watch uh, a documentary, read a book, and instantly, fact one, two, three, just like remember the whole thing. And that's something I never really was great at doing. 
you know, I don't, I'm more People used to call me the did you know girl because I would always start a conversation like, did you know? <laughs> did you know that bats are like, like I would like, go into like, it. For me, I, I that it, it's such a beautiful thing that I have in my life that I'm not naturally that way, but I have that part of my life because you are that way. So I am so. misfactual. We'll go back and forth. Um, Kylie, uh, something that's different is that she is incredibly artistically inclined. So she's an amazing painter, amazing drawer in general. Um, and so she obtained those genes, the artistic genes. Um, you should see this girl do pottery, let's just say. You've got natural <laughs> skill in pottery. <laughs> Guys, please don't, don't expect any smooth round bowls anytime soon. No, but the, you, you <laughs> come up like you come up with some really funky clay characters. That's that true. I'm like, where is this girl half that's the time? True. Where are you? Because so funny. They're so cool. Right, <laughs> so yeah. Name something else. Um, that's different. Yeah, we're different. Um, well, definitely how you go about solving something. Mm -hmm. I think that we talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah, like, yeah, we talked about it earlier. Like Kendall will go more towards um, the factual base like in order to solve a problem. Logical. Logical, which is a great perspective for me to have. So I think the short, short answer. Mm -hmm. And Kylie is more of the observer. Um, so Kylie is more of like a one-on-one -on -one person is kind of how like I usually, um, I feel like I, it's oh, not fully. Oh, well, oh, yeah. So sorry. I, I was like trying to read your mind. Um, so, I mean, you are really good one on one. So I feel like Kylie gets really in depth. Um, and also you emotionally like can get at an in-depth level with people. Not that I can't, but I feel like you get there a lot quicker. But, I don't know. It, it, de it depends. I think that we want well, to be a lot more outgoing. I get excited. And, you know, well, you know what it is. I think that it's like when we're talking with someone, what do we pull out of that person? And I think with you, you like have a lot of subjects to talk about. Like, and you, you know, you talk about animal facts and like maybe different things like that. And maybe for me, I'm just like, we both do that, though. So I don't know. Yeah. But for me, I'm just kind of more like, what's your funky, weird thing that you don't tell anybody? If we had to be nitpicky, I would say Kylie. I mean, and I don't want to generalize it like this. Kylie's introverted, I'm extroverted. Because I think we go back and forth with that a lot. And it's not like a concrete, I don't think anyone's concretely extroverted or introverted. Yeah. But I think if we were on a spectrum, I would be more extroverted and you'd be more introverted, I yeah. think is what we're trying to say. But which is really, in, what's really interesting is that um, that's true. Um, definitely when we were younger, I was definitely the shyer one. But the beautiful thing about twins is that if you embrace each other's differences, you also are constantly growing from and learning from each other. Yes. So that line kind of tends to shift. It tends to blur a little bit. Yeah. yeah and I think that life. you've taught me so much about thriving in my extrovert. And I've maybe taught you to you thrive. You thrive in your extrovert, That's Kylie. <laughs> and like maybe I've taught you how to thrive in your introvert. Because yeah. I think both are very valuable. Um, and as we grow up, I think that that's what I notice with myself. Um, and also like, in, in relationships even, like recently I'm altering how I even want to go about relationships because and a lot has to do with, you know, with maybe examples I see from you and vice versa. So we learn through each other's relationships, yeah. hands down. I feel yeah. like every experience that Kylie has gone through in her relationships, um, I vicariously go through myself. Yeah, true. Because I... I feel like I can feel what she's going through and see what she's going through. Um, and we learn through, through each other. Yeah, we do, which is yeah. such an honor. <laughs> it is an honor, my dear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, on that note, thank you guys so much for um, listening in. Thank you so much for asking questions. Um, Good and, questions, by yeah, the way. Yeah, great questions. Yeah. And I feel like it was fun to kind of get in depth and to kind of talk about 
Kylie's in my world. <laughs> because yeah, I'm glad to be a part of your world today. This was <laughs> definitely nervous. <laughs> but um, I think when we start talking, you know, it gets into a world with you. It's true. That's true. Make sure you guys rate, review, subscribe, and we'll catch you later.